episode of Sweet Gravy, the beautiful tunage from Angelo Moore, Carmen. Hi, how are you? What do you think about that song? I don't think about it. Oh, man. Angelo Moore, he's going to be doing some fine arts. Yeah. He's a uh, event, 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 some group he's collabing with to put out some. Some artwork right now. Cool. Looks pretty cool. You should check it out. You think so? Yeah. I know there's a bare wall over there that could use a little no, little love. No. Huh? I think uh <laughs> I think we have enough artwork in our house and uh you can always use something else. That's true. Just a little bit more artwork. I don't mind I don't mind the I art. I think I but don't care for it either. I think... Like, I don't care. I'm not a person who's going to go out and spend money and buy a uh, a picture and then get it framed as well. The, the framing is the part. The amount that the framing cost is what blew my mind. It wasn't even a the picture. Now, you get a picture or a poster, it's 25 bucks, 30 bucks, 50 even say 50 You're talking bucks. about my ween poster? That's a perfect example. Well, the poster was probably about 50 Pay about 50 bucks for the poster. And but then, it's a limited run. I think there were only so many. That's you know? fine. Whatever. Yeah. But then you get it framed for $150. Now, no, I think now that the frame that's a $200 poster. Back in my day, <laughs> we just pasted them on a the wall. We put a little <laughs> sticky tape we, no. on a wall, and we put those pictures on a wall. You're you going to ruin no- it. You know, with the, I didn't actually get the frame that I wanted to get. I wanted to get museum glass. Mm-hmm. You know, our apartment's pretty dark, mm-hmm. so we don't have to worry about the light fading the paper. But museum glass will help protect it from the UV rays, mm-hmm. so it won't fade. It'll last even longer. So then, in a hundred years, whenever somebody comes into you know comes into our home and they're like, "Hey, look at this poster. It looks brand new." Wow. It's amazing. Well, that's cool. I just uh, it's uh, it's a lot of money. Did you have posters on your wall when you were a kid? I had. Yes. What girls did you have? I didn't have any girls. Well, that's shitty. Um, I had some cool Ralph Ralph Steadman, uh, posters. Ralph Steadman is uh, he's the uh. An artist that worked a lot with Hunter S. Thompson. Yeah. Who's a writer, right? Mm-hmm. And so I had a bunch of Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas drawings. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had this really cool one. There's a scene where uh, in the book where he tries to check into a hotel and he's got his bag and he's got all his contraband in his bag. Mm-hmm. He's standing there. He's got like a little hunch. Uh, Ralph's um, artwork is uh, lines... But then also like ink splatters, mm-hmm. so there'll be like a line, a heavy, highly defined line, and then like he'll be like whoosh, like flip his flip his brush on it, mm-hmm. or like a a pen if it was like a like a fountain pen. Mm-hmm. You know how like if mm-hmm. the ink will drip, it'll be like whoosh, mm-hmm. give it a little flick. Is uh, the um a lot of artwork? Well, we had posters of like Bow Wow, B two K. Uh, Brienne is a girl I grew up with, was in gymnastics with. She was in love with Britney Spears. Uh-huh. So she had all. It's Britney, bitch. I know. She she was, she was would take it to another level to where, like, 
if you said Britney Spears is fat, she like want to attack you and tear your hair out. Oh, and no. it's like, okay, now, now. Britney Spears is bald headed. Yeah. And then she's like, nah! fuck yeah. And she's like, <laughs> you would freak out. And it's like, okay, now we're getting older. You have to kind of relax on that. Uh-huh. But then the girl that I work with now is in love with Taylor Swift. Ooh. And she's like, T-Swift? well, technically, if you look at the numbers, her numbers is better than most people. And she's like, she's at. The top of this category, top of this category. Uh So I don't understand why people are not bigger fans of her because she's the number one selling recording artist in the world. (laughs) It's like you can't really argue it with her because she's right. Right. It's like we used to work with a guy who he'd he'd be like, oh, Drake's the best. uh, Drake's the best, you know, musical artist. He got more hits than Jay-Z. But Jay-Z doesn't get radio play. Yes, he does. Not not like his not like Drake. Not like Drake. He, uh, Jay-Z can pay to get radio play if you want it. Right. He just decides to. That's the thing. Jay-Z is not following the trend that rappers like Drake is following. Mm-hmm. Rappers like Drake is trying to stay hot and stay on top. Right. Jay-Z does not need to do that right. anymore. When he was at his prime, he was all over the radio. You never heard a, every single year he had an album drop that mm-hmm. was popular. But now he just doesn't need the attention. Right. Yeah, his he he a billionaire. Uh-huh. He, he don't need shit. <laughs> Once you got that much money, I don't know what the motivation of work is anymore. Yeah, where do you get it? Do you have to express yourself? I mean, I think it's something nice about being able to because you don't want to have that money and just sit in the house. You want to do something. And I think fame is one aspect of it obviously, but you know, uh you know what would If I had be- if if I want 200 million, I'm gonna buy fame. Oh, you're going to buy it? Yeah, I I was told once about a guy in like Europe. He won a lottery or something. Yeah, and he they're like, "What are you gonna do with all this money?" He won like a huge like two uh, two hundred million uh, pesos. How, what's the European money? I don't fucking know. Euros. Euros. <laughs> and uh, I gotta think about it. You can't put me on the spot. Oh, Shit. okay, my bad. And uh, he uh, he was like. He bought a big house and he just trashed it and bought a bunch of cars and was just wrecking them. Mm-hmm. He blew through the money and, and he was like, "Yeah, huh? That's what I went meant to do, you know." But did you? I though? feel like if I were to win the lottery, I would do the exact same thing. I would, I would just waste it because you don't no. realize it. No, no, most people that are broke that win lottery, they they lose it all. Right. Anyway, because they're not used to having it, and then they buy all the stuff, and then they're like, "Oh well." Yeah, but me and you are together, and we have goals and things that we're trying to do. So it wouldn't just be wasted on nothing. We would have a business started and actually be using that money and making more money. You can Maybe buy things if the business was successful. Successful? It, if not, but, if you got two hundred million dollars, you gonna blow that in yeah, a year or yeah, two years? Yeah. You need your ass whooped. Are we gonna go travel? Like, that's past then, the point of being broke, not having money, and financial <laughs> literacy. That's just that's just disgusting. I don't know. I see it in my future. If we were to win the lottery, no, we would invest and do some stuff. We would have some fun, but we would also invest some money and put some things in place to where we don't ever have to work again unless we want to. Uh-huh. You got to think about the future, boo. Sure. I, I bet you that guy fucking regret it now while his bum ass is... Paying $2 for some bread. <laughs> As opposed to? Having somebody make it. Uh. <laughs> Having somebody make the bread. Yeah, he got to walk to the store and get fucking gas station food and shit now because he didn't spend all his fucking money. Mm-hmm. Man, I would like some fresh bread. I can make fresh bread. I would it's like a hassle. some nice fresh bread. We don't even have a bread pan, Carmen. We could use one of those silver pans for no it. No way. But uh, I don't feel like dealing with yeast. Yeast? Yeah. Having to activate it and all that fucking shit. Activated yeast? Yeah. And then in this apartment, by it being... It's going to be hot. The temperature goes up and down, so the, our bread would be fucked up. Oh, because you, of the electric oven? No, because you need it to rise and proof before it goes oh. in the oven. And our temperature in our house is so shoddy. It's too cold. You're going to have to put the space heater right next to it. <laughs> huh? have to right? have to put the crate up on the stove uh-huh. and then put a sheet over it and put the space heater outside of it. Right. And then put the bread in the middle. 
I can put the space heater on super low. You only need a little bit. Right. That's ridiculous. That's silly. <laughs> so we got our vaccines the first round. Yeah. Um, I felt great. You didn't feel as good. I woke up the next day and I was just hazy. I know. There's I no tell. other. There's no other way to explain. It. I felt slow. Um, it was hard to like. I couldn't concentrate. Mm-hmm. It was really weird. I don't know if it was just me, like being weird. I don't know. I noticed a difference. Um, when you woke up, I was shaking you, and like normal, you didn't react like normal. You was like dead to the world, and I'm like, and I did it a couple times, and I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with him? And I was like, how do you feel? Uh-huh. And he was like, um, I got a, kind of a nasal drip. Yeah, you got a, a I was like, drip uh, in the back of my throat. And you're not responding. You're like passed out, like unconscious. <laughs> and I was like, okay, some I could tell something was a little off. Right. And then I look at your arm, and you got a big spot on there. Yeah, I still have a red mark. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. So that was his experience, but I didn't have anything. My arm got sore from the shot. Right. I didn't like the whole way that the the clinic was set up. We went to the same clinic, but at different times. Yeah. And so I went later on in the day. Was your line backed up? No, you could just walk in the door. Yeah? Okay. Ours was pretty, pretty uh, a short line also. So <laughs> they're, they're, the, t- the timing's right, right? Yeah. So they, you they're know. are moving people through Yeah, quickly. they're moving people through. You go talk to the woman. Um, you say, hey, I'm here. I'm this person. They got you in the database. They got a sticker with your name on it. They don't even ask for ID. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> I gave her my ID. They didn't ask me for mine. Well, you know. Did she ask you for yours? I don't know. I don't think so. Maybe she just wanted my insurance card. Maybe not my ID. Did you give her your insurance card? Mm -hmm. Kirk, we had this conversation before you went in there. See, we should have had this conversation before this damn podcast. (laughs) Okay. You supposed to have the government pay for it (laughs) and not have your insurance company pay for it. Why (laughs) not? Because. Because what? Get it free from the government if you can. Well. Um, so yeah, gave the woman the insurance card, went through the line, and then they give you a paper that you have to fill out a permission to, you give them permission to inject you with the, the, the vaccine. The stuff. The, with the stuff. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> there's nobody in line. You, you would expect that there's a second line, but you just walk through this corridor to the other place, right? Mm-hmm. And... They're there waiting for you to f- sign your name and do all that stuff. Mm-hmm. They're like, are you done yet? The woman that gave me my vaccine. So I went at 645. Yeah. And she was like, oh, she she didn't have one because they got to keep it chilled. Yeah. And so whenever you go to the room, the nurse says, hey, I need a vaccine. And then they'll come out with the, the vaccine. Right. And. She was like, oh, I forgot my vaccine. So she goes to the way and she's like, I need one. And then they're like, okay. And then they give it to her. She's like, oh, it's been a long day. She's like, I've been here since seven. And it's 645. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine 12 hours? Just shoot how many? How many people she had to go, ah, you yeah. know? That shit's like some, and then you got to keep it chill. Like, this some real zombie apocalypse shit mm-hmm. that's going on right now. It's like, number one, step up. Yeah. Number two, step up. I right. was like, oh, my God. This, I don't like this feeling. And then you you go, they take you away, and then they put you in a seat. For 15 minutes. And then they say, sit here for 15 minutes. And there is this guy. <laughs> There's this guy there. Whenever I got mine, he was over. The, they've got you in like cubicles. Yeah, I don't know what the building. The building is is says it's a, a hospital type thing, but mm-hmm. it seems it like looks a corporate weird. like it looks crazy. cubicle rooms and yeah. stuff. You know, um, so they sit you at a cubicle, and there is a guy like diagonally from me, and I'm looking at him, and he's got long hair, you know, mm-hmm. and he's a uh, he's a a soft man. He looks soft. Okay. Uh, and uh, what does that mean? He just he he looked like if you touched him, your your hands would go into his body. What? You know what I mean? 
I know, you know what how, you mean, but damn. You know how some, you know how some people look firm. Yeah, some people look soft. Yeah, and, he looks soft, and some people look drippy like water. Yeah, but no he, muscles. He looked he looked super soft. Okay. Right, and he's looking on his phone, and he's like, "Uh, uh does anybody know where a good burger is around here?" <laughs> and uh, the guy was like, "Yeah, uh, Portland House of Pizza." Best burger in town, so we should probably try to check that out. Right? I'll pass. I can make a burger better. And you don't know. <laughs> no, you don't try. know. You we can could make try it, but at the Portland you House of Pizza, you're not getting no temp on that burger. <laughs> <laughs> you getting that shit well done. You don't know if you can do it better than. They I don't. Can. I don't like well done burgers unless it's from McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> so, dudes like Portland House of Pizza, they got the best burgers, and they're like, okay. And then he's sitting there, and he was there before me, and he's there after me. And the nurse came up to him and was like, are you feeling okay? And he's like, yeah. <laughs> and he's just playing on his phone. They're like, get out of here. <laughs> what are you still doing here? <laughs> you. And he's just like looking on his phone. I don't know. He might have caught an Uber the, and was waiting. Yeah, the way, the way that he was talking, and it was raining outside too. The way that he was talking was that it was a trip for him to get there. Right. So he must live outside the city. Yeah, so he was uh, probably waiting on a ride or something. Mm-hmm. And the lady's like, oh. You feeling okay? And he's like, yeah. Like, sir, we don't <laughs> have the space and time for you to be sitting here. And it's it's 7 o'clock. Right. We're because like, I got my shot. Uh, probably six, the last round. Yeah, the last round. Yeah. yeah. So it was 7.10 when I left. Yeah. <laughs> and he's still sitting there. They're like, are you okay? He's like, yeah, I feel fine. (laughs) (laughs) Get the fuck out. (laughs) That's funny. Yeah. So, and then in a few weeks, we get our second one. Yeah. And then we're cool. Yeah. Then we're free to travel at that point. Uh, So I want to, I got a few things that I want to discuss. What do you want to discuss? I'll start off light because I got some heavy stuff that we got to discuss. But the first thing is I had another burn on my leg from the space heater. So you, uh, was it two years ago now? It was when I first got the space heater, right? Yeah. So two winters ago. Yeah. Uh, You like to turn on the space heater and then put your feet by it. It's a little tiny guy. Yeah. It's like this big. That motherfucker is hot though. And... You like to turn it on and put your feet, hang them off the bed, right, and put them in <laughs> front of the and put them in front of the heater that's on the floor. Yeah, and uh, you burn, you cooked your leg. I cooked my leg. You yeah. basically cooked it while you were sleeping, and you woke up and you had a burn on your leg. Yeah, it didn't feel that bad when it was happening. When I woke up, well, because it didn't. you were asleep. Right, but even when I woke up, it was just a little red. It was like, oh, it's a little irritated, but uh-huh. it wasn't a burn or a bubble or nothing. Right. It wasn't until the next day, and I was like, oh, shit. Oh, no. Shit just got real. Right. And it was a really bad burn. I had to go to the hospital because it was so infected and disgusting. Uh-huh. And now I did it again. And you did it <laughs> this again. This winter, but not as bad. Just right. a really small one. Okay. But I had this gross-ass scab on my leg from this burn, and I was leaving it there because the doctor says, leave it there mm-hmm. because your body naturally will heal itself if right. you don't, like, fuck with you it. You start picking the scabs. You get scars on yeah, it. He's yeah, he's like, leave it alone. Mm-hmm. It, I'm going to get a scar regardless because that's just how my skin is. It's right. nothing I can do about it. Right. So I left it alone, and then me and Kirk are laying in bed, and Kirk jumps in bed. He moves his feet, and his long-ass toenails... Scrape the whole burn off my leg. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Disgusting. It hurt so fucking bad. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> you should probably check your toe though. You probably got skin from my leg under it. Gross. <laughs> it is pretty gross. Mm-hmm. And then I threw it away at work. Right. Because it was just hanging off of my pants. Gross. Yeah, it's disgusting. Yeah. So I guess the moral of the story is... um, Stop cooking your legs. Yeah, but see, the problem is, Kirk, about 10 years ago, I did it w- once before. Oh, so this is not a new thing. No, this is not a You've new thing. You've done this multiple times. I have. And those scars have, for the most part, faded. You can't see them hardly. Okay. But 
that was 10 years ago. And I did the same thing on a space heater as well. Uh-huh. So, yes, this is a, I always like the heat. Right. I like to put my feet you on the heater. You want all the heat. I want all of the heat. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's why I have on this beautiful hoodie right now. Mm-hmm. You got that hoodie at the at the mall. Yeah. Made it right there. It's I'm perfect. looking at it. It's pretty this, cool. The co- I feel like the colors are kind of off just a little bit. The like colors the, might be a little bit off, but. The, uh, hey, Arnold doesn't have that color skin. I think he did. No. He had a, he was paler. He didn't look the same as Thornberry. What was what was Hey Arnold? Was he what kind of race was he? White. He's a white guy? Yeah. Okay. I think he could have passed for something else. What? Or maybe he could have been something else. No, he's a white kid. Okay. <laughs> you don't know. I didn't start even looking into Hey Arnold until you were like, Hey Arnold was fucking depressing. It was. <laughs> Uh, I never thought about it like that. He's he's an orphan. He lives with his grandparents um, who run a boarding house. So everybody that lives in the boarding house that his parents own, they're broke. You know? Yeah. They're like, they're just trying to get by. Helga Bataki, um, her parents like her sister more than her. Her father's in the military, so he's always gone. And her mother is an alcoholic. Yeah, like they actually talk about it, like in the in the show. And then Stoop Kid can't lead a stoop. Stoop Kid's afraid to leave the stoop. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it's kind of depressing, I guess. Mm-hmm. They all live in a housing project. Yep. Yep. Yeah, it's... and then uh, Gerald. Yeah. Who uh, is the black kid? Yeah. Who is Arnold's best friend? Yeah, they they play football in a in an empty lot. But then they take the lot away because they're, like, going to make a building there. Yeah. Yeah. Some sad stuff. I didn't... I watched Hey Arnold again because I was like, you know what? I'll check it out. I would finished up Cat Dog. Oh, you rewatched L- Cat Dog as well? Alone in the world with a little cat dog. Cat Dog. Oh, don't you like that song? I remember when it came huh? on. It was... Cat Dog. Oh, man. I don't know. I think I liked uh, Hey Arnold. I, I liked Hey Arnold better, uh, and there was a couple other ones so I can't think of right this second. I liked I liked the silly stuff. See, Hey Arnold, I don't think I liked it when I was younger because it's just about a, a kid. I didn't like Doug. I love Doug. I didn't like Doug because he's just a kid. In you love know? With, a, with Patty. Yeah. So I didn't really care for Doug. No Hey Arnold. Did you like bananas in pajamas? <laughs> no, I was too old for that. No, you wasn't. We were too old for that. Kirk, when bananas in pajamas was yeah, out, we were got, little kids. Yeah, but you've got a younger sister and uh, a brother that was young too. So yeah. that's I, I. I watched it though. I was by myself. I wasn't watching bananas in pajamas. I feel like that. <laughs> I feel like we were like three years too old for that one. No, we were not. Yeah, we were so. around the time that it came out. Kirk. I don't know. You just didn't watch it. It's like, did you watch <laughs> Blues Clues? No, no, we because three. you're too we old. We were too old, but you're too but old. Bananas it's the and same pajamas thing, was before Blues Clues. Yeah, so it wasn't too old for that. I don't know. I feel like I was too. I feel like I tried to watch it because bananas and pajamas, right? Mm-hmm. And. Uh, it's so fucking it, stupid. It was catchy. They just made a fucking whole show about bananas <laughs> wearing pajamas, pajamas yeah, in a right. house living together. It's uh, it's fucking weird. <laughs> the thing you can do with a concept, right? Like a, a, a title. Especially with kids. Right. If you got a cool title. And a cool little catchy song too. Right. A little jingle. A little jingle. Yeah. You you could do the, anything. Where's all the jingle writers? Call up Angelo Moore and get his ass a motherfucking job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> get him. I mean, that, that's a, you could go on Cameo and find jingle writers. Jingle writers right there. Yeah, right on Cameo. You ain't got to look nowhere else. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Mm-hmm. That's really funny. But, yeah, so it's uh, been a lot of stuff going on in the news this past couple of weeks. Okay. What's been going on? Um, obviously, a big story right now is this girl that got shot by police. She was 15 years old, and uh, well, her mom said she was 16, but they documented it as 15. 
and she was a foster child. They called the police because the girl was getting jumped, and when the police got there, she was chasing girls with a knife, and mm-hmm. they shot her ass and killed her. So she was getting beat up, and then she got these, a knife. These girls jumped her in the. These girls jumped her like a week before, and so they were at her house to jump her ass again, mm-hmm. and she. Pulled out a knife on them. Right. And then the cops showed up and they see this girl with, with a knife. knife. And they shot her. Right. Wherein the police was called for her because they were trying to jump her. Mm-hmm. So they were at her house trying to jump her. And that's the reason why everybody's like, what the fuck? Like the police came to help her and she had the knife and then they shot her. And, mm-hmm. and you know, they're going to make it. It's Now it's like a white cop shoots a black girl. It's like... <sighs> This cop is fucking mortified. He didn't even know what to do. He right. was so scared. He didn't know what to do. I don't know what the solution was supposed to be. Maybe just shoot her once. Yeah. Don't shoot four times. <laughs> just one little pop. Mm. That's it. And then people were saying that um, it's a lot of kids out here that's really large. And when cops approach them, they they are threatened by these kids as if they're like grown adults, but they really mm-hmm. just big ass kids. I could see that. And they that's what they saying that he didn't know she was a fifteen year old girl when he showed up to the scene mm-hmm. and she looked like a grown ass fucking woman. Right. So he look at this grown woman stabbing a girl, mm-hmm. not this little kid. I when I see a person, I'm not the terminator, you know, going through male, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh uh thirty six year old. You know, 180 pounds. Yeah. You know, I'm not getting a database when I look at somebody. Yeah. You know. It just happened at a time where all this shit is going on. Right. And so naturally they're going to be like, now he has to be on leave. And I don't I don't know what the solution. I may, the only thing you could have said do was shoot her once instead of four times. Like what else? Do he supposed to do? She was gonna stab that fucking girl. Mm. <laughs> she was going. She wasn't stopping. She was gonna get that fucking girl, bitch. Y'all didn't jump me for the last fucking time. I'm gonna get your fucking. Had ass. enough. Yeah. It's a. It's gonna be a lot of blowback from that situation. What people were pointing out in the video is like it's adults in the video. Mm-hmm. Why were y'all not stopping it? You guys yeah. were recording the shit. That's, a grown ass people. That's the thing. You. The girls parent was out there and when they shot her he was like y'all shot my baby mm-hmm. well what the fuck were you doing yeah why weren't you and then you see videos of like children fighting you know and the parents are like you go out there and you beat his ass get that get his get, ass get his ass you know and right as a parent how dare you yeah this what is are a, you doing ridiculous yeah it's kind of sad oh it's this video of uh this little <laughs> this video of this lady and this kid is calling her out her name. Mm-hmm. Just a disrespectful, badass child. And she told him to stop doing something. And he's like, bitch. He's calling her out of her name. What's that mean? Huh? What does that mean? What do you mean? Call her out of her name? He's calling her out of her name. What does that mean? Calling her a bitch. Ex- okay. And she has a daughter that's around his age. And the daughter was like, I'm about to give you these hands. And these kids are only like eight, nine years old. Right. They're little kids. Mm-hmm. That little girl started whooping his fucking ass on that ground. She mm-hmm. was, I was like, where she learned to like throw punches that way. She had him by his shirt. She was whooping his ass. Mm-hmm. And her mom was like, yeah, get his ass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now nah, that'll teach you not to run your goddamn mouth next time. And this little girl is beating up somebody's child in the street. Right. And the mom is like, Get his mom's ass. watching it. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> it is crazy. Yeah, it's ridiculous. People got to be more responsible than that. Like, mm-hmm. you got to take accountability of the shit that you're putting out there as well. And that situation with that girl could have been avoided if one of the adults, maybe her guardian, would have stepped up and said, hey, no, this is not going to happen. Mm-hmm. We're going to leave. This is going to happen. Right. No, y'all recorded it on your phones. Mm-hmm. The whole thing. Right. And the girl in that video in all hot pink. You too dark for it. Take it off. When you that dark, you can't wear hot pink. She looked fucking crazy. You could not even see the details in her face. You couldn't even see her features because that fucking pink was so bright and her skin was so dark. Okay. It's frustrating. I see that so much where, like, uh, I saw an African guy with, like, highlighter yellow on. Mm-hmm. How did he do that? Wants to be colorful. I don't know. Yeah. You can wear that, though. 
I can't wear that. I don't look right. Uh, I think you put too much into a color of clothing. You think so? Yeah. Maybe. Maybe so, Kirk. And then um, another thing that is going on in the news, obviously, is they're trying to get rid of my Newports. What do you mean? They're trying to uh, ban the sale of menthol. Mm-hmm. And apparently the Menthol bill- cigarettes? Yes. In uh, flavored cigars, flavored cigarettes, menthol is the problem. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to get... I think they they already signed it, and they're just waiting on it to. I think Joe Biden already like signed it or something like that. So it's supposed to go into effect. When I'm not positive, got to mm-hmm. keep reading up on it. Uh, Maybe ho- it's just time to put the put the put the stogies away. Well, I don't think that is fair <laughs> to take away somebody's. How are you gonna put cigarettes in prohibition mm-hmm. and say no? We ban the sale of cigarettes mm-hmm. in this country, menthol cigarettes in this country, after more than half the damn country addicted already. More than half? Maybe uh, not more than half. But that's a small percentage. Yeah, but it's a lot. No, you think it's a lot because of you work in... Yeah, I work places where people you smoke. Work, you work in kitchens, and a lot of people that work in kitchens, they like to smoke. So you see that more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. But... If you worked in a different environment, you would be kind of the outlier. You're like, ooh, she smokes. I work with one smoker. Yeah. Is it a girl or a guy? Girl. A woman. Smoking on cigarettes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. And do you ever, what do you, what do you think about that? What do I think about it? Yeah. Do you ever think, man, it'd be nice if I take a cigarette break? Um, so I haven't smoked in years now. Yeah. You've done a great job. Uh, and there, I was watching a movie, um, uh, the Sunshine Hotel. It's a documentary about, uh, a, uh, a flop house in, uh-huh. in the Bowery in New York. Mm-hmm. And... Watching that video and seeing the people talk and and you know they're 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 you know at their bottom level and they're drinking and they're smoking yeah you know I was like man I wouldn't mind having a cigarette right now wouldn't mind having myself a little cigarette right now you know <laughs> mm-hmm. but um yeah and then sometimes if I'm like talking to somebody I'll be like man. You know, it would make this conversation a lot better if I was smoking. <laughs> why, why do you? I don't, it's just something about, you know, talking, you know, shooting the shit and smoking cigarettes, you know? Yeah. Hanging out, just having some coffee, a pack of a pack of smokes on the table, and just talking with people. And There's se- something about it. I think sex and cigarettes go together very well, too. Sure. And that's the that's the only thing about living in apartments that's kind of frustrating and also living with a guy who is no longer a smoker because I like to smoke in my bed. Gross. That's disgusting. I don't think even if even if I was still a smoker if you wanted to smoke in the house it's over. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> when we first got together we used to smoke in bed, so stop it. I don't know. We did, so don't even try it. <laughs> you are so cute. You even light my cigarette for me. <laughs> so thinking about that is funny because it makes me think of, of Steve. And I go to light my cigarette, and he's like, here. He's like, no woman's going to no light. No woman's going to light their cigarette around, around me. me. No, actually, I am. Get the fuck away Get from me. Get out of here, you creep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, he meant well. I think he did anyway. <laughs> Maybe. You never know. Yeah. But uh, that that was nice of him. But it kind of takes the power away from the woman a little bit when you do that. Sure. But his generation, that was kind of the thing. Women didn't have the power that men had. Yeah. <laughs> when he grew up. I think it's weird that women are are looked at as the the caretakers, right? You say? Not sure. caretaker, but yeah. the the person who takes care of the home and mm-hmm. cooks the meals and things like that. Mm-hmm. When you walk into a kitchen, it's all men and no women. 
At a restaurant? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's due to... Money. They want to get all the money and don't leave the girls with nothing. <laughs> no, I I don't think that that's it. I think it's uh, because you look at a lot of uh, restaurant-wise, yes. You look into the kitchen and it's a lot of men back there. Uh, but you look at the wait staff, it's a lot of women. Yep. It's just the way that it is. They're just, I don't know, you want... Uh, Pretty girls a for pretty people girl to come to, in, to, or pretty boys. Yeah, to come in and say, "Oh, how you doing?" Bubbly. Yeah. You know. And yeah, then, I don't get hired for waiter jobs. No, I, never. No, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. They'd be like, "Girl, you got a bitch face. You need to take that off first. <laughs> so what you want? <laughs> you you ever see uh, Hell or High Water? The movie? No, I haven't. Oh man, they they go into um, it's a. Uh, What's his name? Oh, from the Big Lebowski. Jeff Bridges. He's um not Todd Bridges. No, I said Jeff. <laughs> Is that his name? No. Oh, I'm gonna lose it. Did I get a vaccine today? <laughs> <laughs> we just gonna say Todd Bridges. No, it's not Todd. From different strokes. <laughs> no. Uh he uh he they go to a restaurant and he's a he's a policeman. They go to a restaurant, and the waitress comes up, and she's like, what don't you want? And they're like, what? They didn't even order. And they're like, everybody comes in here, they get a steak, and you either don't want the the corn, or you don't want the the broccoli. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> she's like, what don't you want? It's great. Just check it out. We should watch it. <laughs> no, I don't think that... Uh... It's weird because especially with front of the house, if you don't look good enough, they don't want you to be front of the house. You mm-hmm. have to look presentable. And uh, I've seen a couple of little ugly ducklings get through there. Right. But they don't last too long. Mm-hmm. And they don't get no tips. Right. They don't get good tips. You got to be a chatty patty. You got to have that gift of gab. You can be gross looking. You got the gift of gab. You can still talk your way into some money. Mm-hmm. So it just depends. But a lot of, yeah, front of the house don't don't like to hire um unattractive women and in the back of the house typically it's all men Mm -hmm. so that's i just think that that's very odd like what do you do you cook in the kitchen um you're a man and then you cook in the kitchen and you come home and you tell your wife to have dinner ready yeah you better have what kind of shit what kind of reverse thing is that that's crazy why because men don't think that women belong in the kitchen in a workplace but at Uh home they want them in the kitchen right like the way men think is just upside down, I think, sometimes. <laughs> it's all about the money. They want all the money, and they don't want the girls to have no money. Mm-hmm. You know what we're supposed to do? Right. Then you got to go into prostitution. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, because they just passed that law in Georgia. Is it Georgia, I believe, where uh, prostitution is legal now? What? Yep. Where I think it's either New York or it's one of those states, hmm. one, a big state. We got to look it up because we're planning to move soon. What? What does that mean? Huh? You gonna do it? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, can you imagine yourself on a corner trying to <laughs> try to pick up a girl? Yeah. To like, how how do you start that off? Like, hey, lady. <laughs> <Woo-hoo>. <laughs> how do I go out there like that? How would they know? Do I hold a sign? I think you gotta male, wear male you gotta wear gray jogging pants. Gray jogging pants. Yeah, yeah. You might have to hold a sign. I'll probably have to hold a sign. Yeah, men don't prostitute like that. They mm-hmm. typically do that do escort work. Men is a lot more professional well, with their prostitution. This is this is what I've um. So, men prostitutes that work with women clients, right? Yeah, they. They uh, get paid at the end of the of the service. Okay. Women, they get the money up front. Yeah, because they don't trust you. Right. <laughs> and once they're done with their job, they're out. Right. Where like a man's got to be like, oh, okay. Well, know, because it's more it's of a, a you're offering it, a service it, instead of just ask. It's more of a emotional thing. Companionship. Yeah, companionship for the. Right. For the woman, you know, and I think that comes from the fact that men want uh want a girl 
it's easier for women to have sex than it is for men. So, I think that that's why the... Because you're like, all I got to do is show up. I'm here. Yeah. Right. I don't got to do no work. Right. If you Oh, you don't you want me to do some work? Okay, I'm going home. Okay. Goodbye. How about that? Bye-bye. Bye-bye. There's the door. Yep. <laughs> so, it's, it's just a difference. Guys are thirsty. Mm-hmm. And so, that's why women make a lot of money doing that shit. Right. Like, can you imagine a mount of creeps? That's going to these girls, and mm-hmm. then if you're a girl and you prostitute, I think you just hang out in the in the alley. <laughs> I don't know. And then you wear fishnet stockings, uh-huh. or maybe you can Google at this point. You probably can Google where's the prostitutes in this city. Yeah, where and then at? you find out where they hang out, and mm-hmm. then you go over there and you, you meet one of the girls, and mm-hmm. you say, "How I get in the game, girl?" Yeah, and she put you on. Yeah. She'll be like, you got to go talk to Hector. Yeah. With right. these smartphones, you could just Google how to get to the prostitutes nowadays. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Prostitution, please, New York. Yeah. <laughs> it's like every fucking corner, girl. Yeah. <laughs> I th- I'm not sure what city it is. I need, I should have did some research on that. But they're trying to legalize prostitution. And apparently that'll help with sex trafficking and things like that. Because mm-hmm. if women are willingly out there, it's no need to take them for that purpose. Right. If they're willingly doing it mm-hmm. to make money for pimps. And I don't know how that the whole pimp <laughs> thing is going to work. They didn't put I don't think they put that part in. The oh, that's laws. not in the laws. Yeah. I don't <laughs> think pimps get get laws. OK. <laughs> that's so funny. A little scrappy mom off Love and Hip Hop was a mistress or a, what do you call it? A mad- madame. Mm-hmm. And uh, she had girls. OK. That would. uh do escorting and things like that. So mm-hmm. he grew up with all these women who was turning tricks, like as a child. Right. How are you supposed to grow? What are you supposed to be when you grow up? When that's what you grow up around? I don't know. It's a, it's a tough one. <laughs> what? I don't know. It just cracks me up. Why does it's, that crack you up? It's a tough situation. Yeah. First off, you got your kid, but you like, I gotta make this money I so I can feed his little ass. Right. I don't know. People I, get put into bad scenarios. Yeah. Just what it is. I encourage everybody, if you're in a situation where you don't know what to do for money, you can't find work, and your only solution is, I'm going to go out here and I'm going to sell my ass today. Just go do dishes. <laughs> <laughs> do the dishes? Just go do the dishes, because there's plenty of dishwashing positions available. I was driving around town yesterday, and it's like every business has a help wanted sign out right now. It's really bad. All right over now. the place. Yep. Everywhere. Everywhere Absolutely. is hiring. Everywhere, yep. Literally everywhere. Like no one wants to work right now. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure um a lot of people feel a bit sour and they they want to ride out this unemployment to the end of it. Are they're still getting bonus bonus bucks for the unemployment? I think they're getting an additional 300 a week on top really? of whatever the normal amount is and they extended it. So from what I heard Christina said that they have like she they extended it another 11 weeks and then they, I think it's another extension after that. So hmm. Christina is saying like pretty much for the next 2 months she covered at least. Well. And I think everybody else is in the same boat. But what's going to happen is it's going to be middle of the summer and that unemployment extra money going to be cut off. And now these people are going to be scrambling all at once trying to find a job. Yeah. Then those signs are going to come down. Yeah. Because we found what we needed. Yeah. It's a it's a bad situation right now. It doesn't matter where you go in town. And I mean, nobody expected coronavirus to happen, obviously. Mm-hmm. And this town has made a lot of money off those tourism bucks and all the restaurants and businesses here. Mm-hmm. Did you see what happened when shit gets shut down and COVID hit you? Yeah. You, we right have too many summer. businesses in this town, and that's why no one is surviving. Yeah. A lot of small, independently owned places around here. Yeah. Where we live. So then places are starting to pick up. There's businesses going back into the spots that were cleared out. So that's good. Right. But I think in general, this this showed that there's too many restaurants there's too many this town is well without we lost the entire tourism season last year right so yeah that's where they make their money right. they probably they typically 
Okay, example. There was a hotel that was um, closed down outside of Portland. It was on the coast somewhere, though, but it was a main hotel. And they said that they, they lose money in the winter. The only reason they're able to stay open is because... The of summertime. the summertime, yeah. The summertime carried them through that winter. Right. That winter drought. So last year you had all the, so these people were losing money twice. Right. Rather than having, you know, a good season and a bad season. I think it's crazy. Um, I think it was smart for a lot of people who decided to just shut their business down. Mm-hmm. Because there were all type of breaks on rents and mortgages and like... uh all these different things that they did to help businesses out. Like whether you got that extra loan money Mm -hmm. or not, like there were little things in places to where your business wouldn't just be taken from up, uh, from underneath you if you didn't pay rent for a month. Right. So I think it was best for some of these places to just shut down Mm -hmm. and use the money that they made from the last summer, maybe and pay up a few months. Mm -hmm. Versus opening up, having to keep shutting down, spending all of this money, and right. then employees, everything else. So I think it would have been smarter for a lot of these places just close for a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't dig yourself into a deeper hole. Yeah, I was working at a I was working at a hotel during the the whole thing, and uh, you guys were in deep. We would have shut down, right? But what what happened was a lot a lot of our Guests are through the airline service. The hotel was next to the airport. And right. so flight crews would stay at the hotel. And right. that's basically what kept us open because they were, you know, essential services. And then the airlines, they were getting like money through the government. If the, But the stipulation was they had to keep. Uh, servicing the airports that they used to service before the COVID. Yeah. And then they, like, at the end, they would get, like, all this money. So they were basically just flying, like, empty planes yeah. back and forth. So we're housing... <laughs> Three people, people like... <laughs> yeah, we're housing people that flew an empty plane uh, so they can get their money, so we can get our money. It, you know, it's just kind of... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it just filtered all down. Yeah. So, but yeah. It's tough stuff, Kirk. It is. It's pretty tough. Well, I'm hoping that um things get back to a little tiny bit of normalcy. I know that, uh, like I said, it also depends on where you stay because I know that if I was in Detroit, that, I mean, that's not a good example. Uh-huh. <laughs> but a, a different example, a place that doesn't have as many restaurants. Right. In Detroit, it's, not, it's different. It's not like you can just quit a job and just jump over to this, jump over to this because everybody know each other. They don't know you quit that job. And if you get hired somewhere else, that person is going to be talking to a buddy of theirs and be like, yeah, I just hired this new kid named such and such. And you're going to be like, what? That's going to be a nightmare. Like you can't get away from it. So it's, it's a bit different. People are not searching for uh, workers that way. Mm-hmm. It's the other way around. Well, I think I would rather that market than, this market right here. Why? Because we can't find anybody. So I'm working at a job where I'm doing three people jobs because we don't have any people. Mm-hmm. And people keep showing up and then they're like, oh, it's hot. <laughs> I'm not quite ready for this yet. Yep. Yeah. People also been in the house for a year. Mm-hmm. That first week back after a year is not pretty. I can't imagine. That shit hurt. I couldn't imagine. <laughs> I had to go through it. Yeah. You had a few months. That's that's one of the reasons why I was I worked as much as I could just because everything going on you know like I got to get focused and just keep moving you know mm-hmm. that's why I worked you know 60 some days straight in a row mm-hmm. during the biggest part of the the shutdown mm-hmm. Yeah like, you oh. worked two jobs mm-hmm. three yeah. jobs you was working your ass off. Yeah. And I was sitting at home. And you were sitting at home. Getting that unemployment. <laughs> Getting that unemployment money. <laughs> yeah. I mean, 
what just what are you supposed to do? That's all you can do. I didn't go back to work until the last week of that six hundred dollars ran out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when that six hundred dollars was about to run out, the extra money, mm-hmm. I was like, "Well, I guess it's time to go back to work." Mm-hmm. And I got on the phone on Monday, and on Tuesday I was back at work. So. Right. God damn it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> here it is. And then you were you were you're like, "Oh, I can't do it. I can't do this anymore." You said, "You got lazy." Yeah. It's okay. Yeah, definitely. Five months off. I can imagine people who've been off since the entire time. They're going to have a really hard time getting back into the workforce. Just that first month is going to be taxing. You're going to be like, man, my life was so much easier not working. Mm-hmm. Why the fuck am I doing this to myself five Why? days a week? How dare I? <laughs> yeah. Pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Well, you got anything else? No, I think we can wrap it up. All right. Well, um... I think that we should get sponsored by Mountain Dew at this point. With the amount of Mountain Dew we have in our house, we should take all those goddamn cans, put it on this table. What do you mean? And then send a video to Mountain Dew and get a sponsorship. (laughs) Why do you say that? That's just how I feel. Okay. You want to talk about Mountain Dew? Major Melon? Yeah, I'm going to throw them in the garbage. (laughs) Uh, So I bought two... uh, 20, 20 ounce bottles of Major Melon. You like watermelon. Yeah. Maybe you like that. the soda. Mm-mm. And then you you drank it. Mm-hmm. And then so I got two it's more. It's not horrible, but yeah. it's it's just not necessary. To so buy then more. I got two more. Right? Because yeah. you drank with the, the, the two that were in there. Yeah. So then I got two more. And then I got one more. And they keep disappearing. So I figure you might like it. Sometimes, well, I poured the half of the two out <laughs> so, because I only like it when you first open it, and then you get get all the acid in the beginning, and right. then after that, it gets flat, and I don't want it. Well, yeah, you, because you keep it in the refrigerator. Yeah, then I and just, you probably don't put the lid on tight enough. Yeah, because you you just like to place caps on it. You like, <laughs> to, you like placing caps on top of things. You don't like to screw it for some reason. So that's there's not that. True. That's yeah. not true. <laughs> So I got uh, some cans of it because you don't like to drink the whole 20, 20 ounce. Maybe you'll just have a little can of the Major Melon Mountain Dew. Well, this is the issue, though. We have 24 cans, and neither one of us drink soda that much. So now, <laughs> now out of the four Major Melon can, uh, sodas, 20-ounce sodas that Kirk bought, he hasn't drank in one, but he bought four. Yeah. Now he has 24 cans, and he still has not <laughs> drank one. Right. So they're going in the garbage. No, you got to drink You better it. get us a sponsorship or something. Okay, I'll figure it out. Mountain Dew, we coming for you. Yeah, because Kirk then bought up all the major melon. <laughs> right. <laughs> all right, well, thank you guys for listening again. This uh, Sweet Gravy podcast was my favorite episode. Why? I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure, but it was. Really? Um, no. Um, <laughs> you're lying uh, if you have any questions or suggestions please go to sweetgravypod at gmail.com and check us out on YouTube and every other streaming platform yes thank you Bye-bye. bye bye